Perfect. Right. We are here with another Seven Oaks podcast and this time we um, are with Sasha Kelly. Um, so thank you, Sasha, for joining us. Um, Sasha has been at Seven Oaks her whole life, pretty much, from year seven. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, she's all been right. here all her time and she is our first team captain for this season, the 2020-2021 season that has happened but hasn't. Um, <laughs> so obviously we're going to chat to Sasha about all she's been doing in terms of her sport and her netball throughout her life and kind of how she's got to where she is now. Um, so thank you for joining us, Sash. Um, how have you been, first and foremost? I've been all right. Lockdown yeah. has been a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Um, in terms of just being motivated, every day seems to blur into one, really. But Yeah, yeah. And just lockdown three as well. Like the first yeah. one, novelty. Now it's like, come on, let's get on with it. Yeah, I just want to be back to normality. But. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, Sasha's in um, year 13, so she is still unsure whether she's going to have her exams or not. So there's lots going on for her at the moment. Um, just revision, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> revision, revision, revision. The joys of upper six. Um, well, perfect. We'll get straight into it then. So um, obviously, we're going to talk all the things netball, but obviously, we know how much sport you do play. So it'll be good to talk a little bit about all the other bits and pieces you do. Um, but first and foremost, how did you kind of start playing netball? Like, where did it all take off? How did you get involved in it? What's kind of been your career in netball from that point of view? I would say I actually started really quite young. I would say I started when I was around seven or eight years old, so quite young, um, at like my primary school. I played like, I think since the start, I've played almost every position on the court, which is just ridiculous. I started off as like goal defence, centre, a bit of wing defence. And yeah. then like, since you're seven at Seven Oaks, I have been focusing on goal attack um, and goal shooter. Yeah. Um, in terms of like club stuff, I would say I joined a club in about year six mm-hmm. and have since been at so I started at CFX which is quite a local club um and then I moved to Tell Stars around year 10 which yeah. certainly I would say like enabled me to like well enabled like netball to take off um because yeah I mean just the club is I can't fault it um and then I got involved in county stuff um, through County Charles, I played at Kent under 17 when I was in, I think, year 10. Um, oh. So quite early. Yeah. Oh no, year nine. Oh. Year nine. Yeah. Even, ten, I, <laughs> even earlier. <laughs> year yeah. 10, then began playing for Pulse. Yeah. Uh, and since have played two seasons with Pulse, London Pulse. Amazing, amazing. So you've had a, a breadth of experience in netball, really. And how did you how did you kind of settle into that um, like shooting position? Was it just like a preference or did like I think it's really good advice for everyone that like you should be able to play as many positions as you can in sport. How did you kind of fall into like the attacking positions? Uh, I guess when I was younger, I don't even know. <laughs> I guess at the start of year seven at seven eight, I was like, okay, I just want a fresh start. I want to try something new. I'd always wanted to be a shooter. Yeah. But obviously, in school teams, you've got to play where they put you, kind of. Of course. So yeah. I, I ended up playing wing defence, like in year six, and I really wasn't happy. And I was like, right, when I come to seven Oaks, I want to start scoring some goals. Love <laughs> so, that. Love that. So yeah, I guess that's what motivated me to like 
become a goal attack goal shooter I was like I really really want to be like scoring the goals yeah (laughs) and it is a massive responsibility in netball like don't take it away from you like we forget that in a lot of other sports pretty much anyone can score a goal but in in netball there's only two of you who have got that job so it's a massive bit of ownership you take on there but you are very good at it I must say so myself um which has been great to see so in terms of your netball in terms of your career did you just make a change from clubs just to kind of improve your netball or just a change of scenery? Um, how did that come about? So I changed clubs primarily because at CFX, it kind of stopped at an under-16 level. Okay. Um, and so I guess before it stopped, I wanted to make that move. Um, yeah. when, I, when I started playing at Pulse, my coach was the same at Pulse and at Telstars. Okay. Um, and so just to have the like fluidity of it and the yeah. same coach at the two different um, places, yeah. I definitely helped. That's um, really cool. Just being coached, like similar things. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. primarily why I changed clubs. Yeah, brilliant. And in terms of Pulse, obviously it's a massive achievement to um, get into a performance franchise and London Pulse is obviously your catchment area. Um, how did that come about? Obviously people would be really interested to know how that came about. How have you found it? Have you enjoyed it? How's that helped your netball? Um, it came about just, you've got to look, like obviously increasingly, I think counties starting to drop off a bit and they're encouraging people to trial for these um franchises and they're honestly great I can't fault them at all yeah um and I guess how did I get into Pulse I can't remember I think because when I swapped clubs obviously Mm -hmm. my coach Anita she was the Pulse coach and she kind of all wanted us to all at least trial and so once you're on the system you're on the system and then you get all their emails and their sign-up sheets and I would just say to anyone like trial for as many franchises as you can yeah because then your chance of getting into one of them like increase so I trialed for Storm as well and I know some people who trialed for Mavericks as well Mm. Um, yeah yeah. just trial for all you may as well (laughs) (laughs) exactly and how has like what is the have you felt there's a major difference between kind of club and performance hub netball or how have you like what's the difference why what is um, kind of the benefit of going to them kind of performance franchise sessions? Um, I would definitely say the coaching is yeah. at a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like the players you're surrounded by, you've all got one aim, you all want to become these great netballers. Yeah. And I would just say that the intensity of the training is a lot higher yeah. uh, than at some clubs. I think that's probably one of the main differences. Yeah, absolutely. And like and like you said, if everyone's there, they've trialed, they want to be there. You know, yeah, sometimes absolutely. kind of it's great. People want, I like netball or like whatever club they're at, but they might be doing it just, you know, as parents are sending them off somewhere yeah. you <laughs> for the afternoon. Whereas at that performance level, like you say, it's that commitment, that drive. You've got to go a little bit higher and faster and to keep up with everyone. Brilliant. Perfect. So in terms of your netball, obviously, you've you've done so much in netball. And um, what have been your highlights of, of netball? And what would you say to others they should do, like you said, with the trials? What things should they definitely do if they want to improve their netball or just have great experiences in netball? What have been your highlights? I would definitely say start off by joining club. Mm-hmm. Just increasing the frequency in how often you train, like, enables you to develop so much as a player. And then yeah. from there, obviously, if you want to take it more seriously, 
trial for a franchise um and keep I would say keep trialing if you yeah. don't get one year like work at it work at your weaknesses and go back I wouldn't say give up if you don't no. get in the first time great advice and, um, also definitely at school so last year we went on the netball tour to Barbados yeah honestly I can say hand on heart best best trip I've ever been on oh brilliant um, yeah it was, it was I enjoyed amazing. it too as well <laughs> it was definitely amazing so if you get the chance to go on tour it it like opens up like you get to play with um like girls in other countries who like you wouldn't they don't play similar like a similar way to you, how we do in England yeah. and so definitely what we found in Barbados is a completely different game so I'd say if you get the chance um at school take those opportunities to play against people you wouldn't necessarily play against in England because it's yeah. a great opportunity brilliant and, and that was kind of one of the reasons we also wanted to go there as well like you say is to just have that like opportunity to be like and like even when you turned up at training there was no nets on any of the posts <laughs> and, like where can anyone see if the goal's gone in does anyone know yeah like, and the goal, like they that. come out of nowhere like there's no preparation for them <laughs> before the match yeah so like they come out of school and it's straight on the court yeah um, which is great yeah oh good so definitely trials tours club if you want to pursue that netball brilliant stuff excellent okay so in terms of your netball obviously you play across a lot of teams um Mm. club and school and um um, pulse when you've been at pulse what Mm. have you found is the strengths of kind of the netball you play at what have been the best things about the teams you play in um and particularly like netball at seven oaks what are the strengths of the netball you've been in and around and what could others take away from that um well I think like what's similar to all three so club pulse and seven oaks mm-hmm. is like determination I think when like definitely netball at seven oaks I think everyone's so determined and when you step on the court you want to do your best and it's the same at club or pulse um I think that energy that's like created on the court is just like insane. And I like every time you step on the court, it's honestly like the best feeling and you just want to go out and give it your all. I'd say that's definitely one of the th- reasons why I love netball. Um, yeah. uh, what else? <laughs> I'm sorry, in what time, what are the, what are the most challenging things about obviously being in a team? What, what things do people have to learn about being in a team, like when things are going wrong or what is the best advice you can give uh, to netball as well when you can't control some things if you're not in that position? I think it fires up frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously in netball you can only go in certain places on the court. There's only so much you can do at like yeah. given stages. And obviously like with all team sports, you know, you are relying on other people as well. Yeah. Um, and so I do think sometimes you can get a bit frustrated on the court, but I think you've always got to realise that people do make mistakes. Yeah. You know? Like, it's human. Everyone's yeah. going to make And I've certainly made, oh God, <laughs> countless mistakes on court. Yeah. But you've just got to almost try and forget it and move on. Um, yeah. And with, and with a sport like netball, it's so easy to learn from your mistakes because it's such a quick game, isn't it? So, yeah, you know, definitely. you're lead to a goal being scored but a second later you can correct that mistake by you know intercepting a ball and it can turn around the game again Uh, so like you said I think that determination bit comes in a little bit more as well into that you know if you're determined you're on that court and you want to win for the team 
Um, brilliant. Okay. And in terms of obviously as an athlete, we um, obviously are talking primarily about your netball and um, mm-hmm. your career in netball. But you are a an athlete, um, for want of a better word. You know, you you play in hockey um, in the in the first and second team. You mm-hmm. are a runner. You've run miles before. You know. <laughs> What um, has playing their mother sports and doing all that, them different kind of types of training done to kind of help your netball over the years? I would definitely say playing when you're younger, play as many different sports as you can. Mm-hmm. They all they all help one another from fitness to like strength to mobility. Like just playing, and I think it's important also to play team sports as well as individual sports like tennis or athletics or mm-hmm. kind of something. Because they will all like benefit um, each other. On like w- when you get older, obviously, if you do want to take your sport further, you will tend to specialise. Yeah, but I think it's so important um, because they all benefit in each other in different ways. I think definitely just play a wide range of sports when you're younger because you you'll benefit so much more. Just because like when we come off the back of hockey season, we like the amount of like how much our fitness has grown mm. like insane um then yeah. preparing for the next season in a different sport so I definitely yeah. yeah I think it's so important to ensure you play in many different sports yeah that makes sense and like you say there's such transferable skills across all of them as well yeah. you know um you take something like football and hockey they are same size pitch you know their skills across them sports are very similar and the way teams play is very similar and like you say if you can sustain your performance on a hockey pitch and when you're running much further distances on a netball court um you're going to be able to sustain that as well because it's a much shorter distance if not Mm -hmm. a little bit faster but um yeah I think that's really great advice and obviously with your um with netball and performing at a high level you have to do some S and C, I'm I'm hoping and assuming you have um, <laughs> to keep keep that up. How has kind of strength and conditioning come into your your life with um, sport and and something like network performance? Why do you have to do it, and and what has what's kind of been the benefit of it? I would say the main benefit that I've noticed, like far more recently, mm-hmm. um, is definitely injury prevention. Yeah. Obviously, with netball, there's so many injuries to do yeah. with ankles or knees. You know, there's always something. And I definitely, when I was, a, like, younger mm-hmm. and maybe year eight or year nine, I suffered with a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And it just wiped you out for the whole season. Yeah. Um, and recently doing SNC more, I have noticed that those niggles, those bigger injuries have definitely gone away just from, like, strengthening different parts of your body that you maybe don't get from just training yeah um so yeah I think SNC is absolutely like vital for injury yeah. and I'm a huge believer in it because yeah I've yeah. seen how like how my how I've got less and less injuries as I've done more SNC which is brilliant which is brilliant and also you've probably seen firsthand when people get them injuries on the court you know especially with netball with the fast pace it's going at they are bad injuries like if it happens it happens doesn't it and like you say it can knock you out for a whole season so just then like even the most basic stuff is going to help strengthen kind of your performance and help you on that kind of netball pathway isn't it yeah definitely um perfect so in terms of your kind of netball obviously the seasons are all halted now but are you hoping to kind of play netball again obviously you're going to be off to university next year mm-hmm. um will you hope to play university then um what kind of 
do you want to do with your netball? You're going to continue it or just see how it goes? Uh, so I think definitely lockdown has been very frustrating um, because all clubs have like come to a halt. I know that like franchises are still able to train like remotely. Yeah. Um, but like with lockdown happening, I have now like decided this is like um, indefinitely. Yeah. Um, to take a gap year. Okay. purely to focus on like obviously enjoy life go a bit do a bit of traveling do a bit of working but also to take up netball like more seriously again um, that's definitely something that I've missed in lockdown and so just being able to train every week like without without any work that I need to do or anything else I think has definitely attracted me um yeah. Obviously, like, I, I do hope to go to university after a gap year, but mm-hmm. to focus on netball and sport once I leave seven weeks is so important to me. Yeah, so. brilliant. That's really, that's really exciting as well. Because, you, like you say, you've got that little bit more freedom, you know, seven weeks mm-hmm. is an academic school. There is yeah. a lot of demand on workload. And, you know, you throughout the years and the years I've known you have balanced it really well with doing mm-hmm. your performance your club your your academics but like you say sometimes you just need that break to actually really enjoy the things you like um that sounds like a great idea fantastic and what would you what would you say to kind of netballers younger down the school um if they want to be in your your position because obviously it's it's such a shame that we haven't been able to have you on court and kind of in that leadership role but you have been a role model over the years you know like you said you've got into county at a young age you've you've got into pulse you know, you're playing at Telstars, which is a great netball club. What would you say to kind of the younger generation of, of netballers in the school, of how they can kind of develop that netball and kind of get to where you are as first team captain? Um, I would definitely say, like, my my main bit of advice is go into train every training session and every match mm-hmm. and put 100% in. Yeah. Um, if you put 100% in, you're only going to get to where you want to be faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's the point in turning up? if you're not gonna put 100 that's what I yeah I'm trying to think more about um I also think just throw yourself into everything mm-hmm. every opportunity you get whether it's to play a school match a club match trial for like franchises county yeah like even trial for clubs like just honestly the more opportunities the um like the more chances you're gonna get yeah um so I think that's so important and also um being one thing I've tried to do over the years is learn to accept your weaknesses Mm -hmm. or it's quite everyone struggles with it I I probably more than others yeah yeah (laughs) I'm not very good at accepting weaknesses but I think being able to accept them and then work on them and turn them into strengths is so important whether that's going to your coaches and asking them, look, how can I work on this? How can I work on that? Um, I think that's really important in progressing with your network, definitely. And any any sport, to be fair. Yeah. Identifying weaknesses and working on them. No, I, I think that's really great advice. And what you kind of alluded to there is, um, and obviously now you're in upper six, it's completely different, but how important is that communication, you know, in as an individual developing? I know it seems scary, obviously, at age yeah. 30, or but how how much of a difference does that make when you've got that open communication in terms of progressing yeah I would say it's so important because you might think one weakness like 
you might think you've got one weakness, but then your coach might think, oh, that's not a weakness. And mm-hmm. here are some other things. And they give you advice on how to work on it. Yeah. As a player, there's only so much you know. Um, <laughs> and, like, sometimes it's so important to get, like, the outsider opinion on your on your game and yeah. Yeah, how you play. So I think it's very important to communicate with your coaches. Yeah. And obviously, like, like you know, you know, as all athletes know, it, it's, e- it's so easy to pick apart your own performance, isn't it? And it's so easy, particularly in a netball game as well. And as a shooter, you're under pressure constantly because ultimately, if you don't score the goals, then the team can't win, um, which is which is always what we and you probably have been on the end of me saying that to you as well. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility. Um, and actually, you like you say, having having that realization that something that you feel is not going r- right is actually fine. It's probably another mm-hmm. element. Um, it's great to have that kind of well-rounded perspective, I would say. Yeah, no, I agree. And sometimes you just need the your coach reminding you, like why are you doing wrong wrong maybe try this maybe try that like and try not to think about it because as a player like especially as a shooter if you have a bad day you'll constantly think oh my god every time you go to shoot you'll Mm -hmm. think I just can't shoot because none of the like previous ones have gone in and like coach will they'll break it down for you and like tell you like more almost helpful advice um, than you're giving yourself Yeah. yeah yeah And that is a and that is a big mental game. So as a sorry, I'm just adding to the questions here now. Um, but as a as a shooter, how do you overcome them them battles? You know, with that with the post ultimately when, when it is a bad day. You know, what's worked best for you? Has it been coming off? Has it been um, playing and just playing a goal attacking or playing playing the other shooter in? Has it been taking longer shots? Like how have you coped with that change as a shooter? Uh... It has been always something that I've struggled with. Yeah. Um, when you're having a bad day, you know, sometimes you just can't help. Yeah. I think, oh, God, like, this is just awful. Um, <laughs> what I'd say is if you're playing goal shooter, definitely come out as goal attack. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're goal attack, maybe move to wing attack. Yeah. Um, I would say from experience, when I've come off, it almost, you just think about it the whole time. And so I would yeah. say try and stay on and almost try and push apart past it and think of each like quarter as a new quarter mm-hmm. um, and just try and forget about the previous quarter and maybe go for the shorter shorts shots yeah. or yeah definitely play more out on court instead of maybe shooting every goal yeah yeah and that that we've always said that's always a massive pressure isn't it and it's keeping your head in the game and as soon as you come off as well the tough thing is you've got to go back on and if you're going back yeah. on shooting position you've got an expectation on your hands and you know as a shooter as a playing shooter for the last few years myself as well you know the, the pressure is on and, and so that's great yeah. advice obviously that you can give people um brilliant stuff and you have obviously over the last few years you've you've enjoyed playing as an attacking player mm-hmm. does playing as a as a wing attack um in positions help you as a shooter and vice versa would you say to people you know if you're an attacking player play all the attacking positions I think definitely try it because especially as a wing attack you learn how to feed the circle um mm-hmm. and then moving like from goal attack to goal shooter you learn how to hold against your goalkeeper I definitely think they're all linked in some way um and especially like as a shooter if you're having a bad day I think it is important that you are able to play a wing attack position as well <laughs> to give a bit of variety um so that you're not always under pressure if it's not going your way. 
Uh, yeah. So I would, yeah, I would definitely urge people to always try and have at least two positions, two or three, three uh, even positions yeah. that you can play and step on tour. As, yeah. I think that, I think that's great advice. And finally, for me, obviously, as as captain, um, as incoming captain and outgoing captain um what advice have you got for who thinking about the school and thinking about the girls coming through what advice um have you got for the next captain of the seven oaks netball team and what do you think kind of lies ahead for them girls coming through what what can you see from your experience um i oh gosh this is hard i know that's a hard one yeah, isn't it what do you think, what um, do you think with the girls coming through, obviously Seven Oaks always had a good reputation with netball. Have we, have we got quite good depth coming through? And if so, kind of what advice would you give them going into that now senior games kind of situation, playing at that first team level? I definitely think increasingly, increasingly netball at Seven Oaks is progressing, like amazingly. Yeah. And then like even on our, when we were having Wednesday night sessions and we play with the under 14s, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Like it, <laughs> It's exciting to see what comes. And I would just say to them, it's so easy when you get into sick form and into like everything, work just flies at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely say like stick with the netball and just stick with the sport. Like it's so important to be able to have a release um, onto the court. And so stay motivated and stay determined and just like keep going for it because it's honestly at seven oaks like you get such a great opportunity mm-hmm. and like great coaching and like just matches tournaments like you name it you can like yeah. dive into anything so I would stay, say just stay determined stay motivated and work hard brilliant brilliant that's really great well thank you ever so much for joining us Sasha it's been a pleasure to have you and obviously congratulations on being first team captain you know you are an outstanding netballer and we are have been so pleased to have you over the years and we are sorry we haven't got any fixtures for you but hopefully you know once you're doing all that netball in in your break as well we could maybe do like a like an outgoing team versus the current first team as of next year um hopefully back in um i think we'll be back for that (laughs) (laughs) you got out the team for us yeah (laughs) i think it'll be strong team based on what we've had and what we've got so that'd be really great but thank you ever so much for joining us Um, and obviously hopefully we'll have netball back soon oh god we'll hope we'll hope (laughs) we hope well thanks again